don't wanna be my ex I love you with no limit, no restrictions, no conditions But I can't get through to y'all Turn to a beast when the music is no No one get it how I live Hi, this is Tanya calling from On the Town. Uh, is this John? Yes, ma'am. Hi, Hi. Tanya. Hi, John. This is uh, On the Town podcast calling. Uh, how are you today? Mm-hmm. I'm fine. That's good. Called to talk to you about your new book that's out. Um, by the way, folks, John is a three-tour uh, Vietnam vet um, who wrote a great book called In Thy Mother's Honor. Um, John, so... Um, your book is out, and um, tell us the impact that you'd like for it to have on our on our community. I would hope that they would take the opportunity to read the book, and hopefully through reading it, they can see it has the possibility to help many of our vets out there. Mm-hmm. I have some issues I spell out in the book that I'm looking for attention to, but hopefully some of the trauma I went through, my family issues I went through mm-hmm. after the military and that, mm-hmm. that it will somehow affect and help some of the other uh, veterans and veterans' families out there. Yes. Um, I had a chance to read the book. Um, very good book, by the way. Um, I um, I see um, in, like, the what chapter would this be? Uh, somewhere like page 13. Um, you talk about Vietnam and Agent Orange um, and the effects that it had in the PSTD. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, I am one of the many Agent Orange cancer veterans out there. I've had three Agent Orange cancer surgeries, mm-hmm. and there are many other Vietnam vets going through that, many fighting to get care for it. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping this brings that attention as mm-hmm. well as the PTSD. I have been going through uh, seeing psychiatrists and trauma specialists for <clears throat> many, many, many years and still am under their care, fortunately, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And this needs to be brought to attention because so many of our vets uh, are struggling with trying to keep control and they go to the drugs, they go to the drinking, and mm-hmm. some have even gone through the suicide and that's not needed. It needs to be covered and watched carefully. Mm. Well, um, tell us uh, why you named the book In in Thy Mother's Honor. I thought that that was brilliant. I... Again, I had to see a trauma specialist for quite a while beside the Sykes, and after many years of bringing out some of my instances from uh, my combat tours in Vietnam, mm-hmm. he felt I should put it in writing and um, let the people know because it could possibly help many of the families and many of the vets. And I titled the book In My Mother's Honor because uh, prior to my going to Vietnam, my mother was eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got a phone call from where my father worked. Mm-hmm. He had died at work. On hearing that news, she collapsed, fell in her belly, killed a baby. Mm. So she uh, lost her child and her husband at the same day. A couple months later, I was given my orders to go to Vietnam, and they gave us five days back then mm-hmm. uh, to go home and settle up affairs before we left. Mm-hmm. I popped up, told my mother I was going to Vietnam. She says I couldn't go because she couldn't stand to lose another child, and mm-hmm. if she heard something happen to me, it would kill her. Mm-hmm. I made her a promise that she would never hear anything happen to me, mm-hmm. injury or, or death in Vietnam. And while in Vietnam, I had done everything to keep that promise. And how that was done is I was injured multiple times. Mm-hmm. And uh, rather than letting the corner of the doctors touch me, mm-hmm. I'd done what I could to sew, tape, patch myself, right. help off a few other Marines, mm-hmm. and took the morphine pills and uh, fought through all the injuries. And I made it home and 
that worked against you. My mother never heard it, so I honored my promise to my mother, and I thought that would be a great title for the book in my mother's honor. It is a great, a great title, but that unfortunately didn't that work against you uh, by taking care of your own injuries? Yes, I found out later as uh, my mother passed and uh, my grandkids got older, they told me, Grandpa, go check, chase your purple hearts. Mm -hmm. I found out it isn't a, the military has been claiming for, I've been fighting for these since 2007, mm -hmm. uh, trying to get my purple hearts. And I've submitted every piece of paperwork that they requested multiple times. I've got letters from the VA doctors, uh, x-rays given them showing shrapnel still in my body, the scars mm. in my body, mm. letters from other Marines, everything I needed. Mm. But they keep coming up with stories, and their latest refusal was that when I told uh, the doctors not to touch me, that really meant that I wasn't injured. And that's so non so much nonsense because, again, uh, they have x-rays showing shrapnel in my body, uh, letters from all the VA hospitals saying my injuries are... Uh, from combat, everything that they needed is there, even letters from other Marines. And yes. It's I, just a battle that's not needed. Well, I also see on the back of your book you have uh, photos, you have records. I mean, this is amazing stuff um, that you put in the back of the book. Um, and uh, I see you have something in reference, you know, the recap and the closing, Veterans Administrative Veteran Affairs, that you um, you have a piece in there for them. Um, you know, I don't understand why you have not received your Purple Heart. Um, it's, it's a battle of, I guess, nutrition. They want to wear you out. I don't understand what the logic is. Mm -hmm. It isn't like if I got a Purple Heart, I get $10 million or something. There's mm -hmm. not a nickel that goes with it. Mm -hmm. But uh, it's something that I earned. They, they knew back then. It's in the records why I, I didn't let them touch me. They know now again. They have the proof of all of it. Mm -hmm. And it's not just me saying it. Mm -hmm. It's their own records showing what I'm saying. Right. You know, their own doctors that work for the veterans saying these are combat injuries, the shrapnel in the body from their own x-rays taken at the veterans' hospitals. Mm. Again, other Marines who were there writing, it is just, again, all they do is compound your PTSD. Mm. You have to relive everything over and over again. They keep stressing that we got to control the vet's PTSD. Mm. That every veteran, it seems, who applies at a hospital for care, mm -hmm. it's a battle to get your care, mm. and it's not needed. No, I, I hear this quite often. Um, I have friends that that survived, uh, you know, Afghanistan and some other things. And, um, you know, it's still, I say, I say, why are you looking for work? Like, there should be work available for our vets. There should be health care available for our vets. And there should definitely be housing for any of our vets. Because um, that's, uh, you know, we can't have our freedoms if they didn't go serve. So I don't think there should be no arguments about that. Um, I, I think you should, guys, rally together, um, do a petition, and try to see... Um, what you can do to create change, because it, it can definitely happen, especially now with social media. Um, it can happen. I, I know the state's I, often slow, though, no matter what you do. I mean, I used to work in a jail. They're slow no matter what, you know? Oh, yes. Um, and again, Tanya, I'm 72 years old. I don't have that computer knowledge. Right. You know, I hear the kids and grandkids talk about mm -hmm. the social medias and these websites and to get things out there and what do they call viral or something? Mm -hmm. I have no idea how to do that. Right. <laughs> I, I know. I hope when I ask the listeners mm -hmm. uh, if they would take the time to read the book, mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, I really believe heart and soul they will enjoy this book tremendously. Mm -hmm. And if they could then put it on their sites that they're young or, me, or middle age or they know how to do it, right. say, hey, it's a great book, read mm -hmm. it, because it could help you as a family, it could help you as a vet. Uh, and maybe that's how it gets done. I don't yes. know. I don't well, understand. That's that. a good idea, and I will definitely post it up as well myself. 
Um, but folks, you're listening to On the Town. I'm your host, Tanya, and we're talking to John, who's a 72-year-old Vietnam veteran who's done three tours, uh, multi-tours, right? You did a, quite quite a few tours. I, um, I did three tours consecutive, 1966, 1967, and 1968. Right, and, uh, and so he's telling about the stream effects um, after the war. And what's amazing about the book to me is how he is able to um, let you see how it affects family, um, you know, and um, how family is very vital as well when you come back, um, and um, the struggles that some vets are going through to get their, their services after serving at NAM. Uh, so the book, I, I suggest you reading the book. I really enjoyed it. I read it in two days. That's how good it was. Um, and it's not a long, complex, drawn out. It gets right to the point um, while giving you a good storyline. So if you can go out and get it, uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can also call 1-800-788-7654 and ask for the book in, the, in Thy Mother's Honor. Uh, and um, if you check John out, he's also on YouTube under In Thy, Mother, uh, Thy Mother's Honor. You can check him out on YouTube as well. Um, and John, um, so what advice would you have for the young people who are coming back from Afghanistan um, with PTS? Any advice for them? Anything they can do when they file for their paperwork, even if they think there's nothing wrong with themselves at the time, mm -hmm. get to the VA and file, get yourself on record. Mm -hmm. Get a copy of everything you fill out and keep it. Mm -hmm. Make sure everything is signed and dated. Mm -hmm. Don't think, oh, I'm feeling okay today. Right. Go sign up, fill out the paperwork, mm -hmm. keep copies. And if you are going to try to get care, don't let them shut you down. You're going to keep fighting. I'm told it's a lot better, but you got to keep, you know, it's almost like your goal is to reject you and, and try to push you away from rejection. You can't let that happen. you got to be persistent until you're in the system. Mm-mm. Wow. Okay. So um, that's uh, some advice. It took me two and a half years, Tanya, to get in the system. Two and a half years. Mm. And I was a veteran who served all that time. It was uncalled for. Yeah. No, I, you're not the only one. This is That's why when you told me about the book, I was very interested in interviewing you because I hear this all the time. I got guys now back from Afghanistan that have major problems, um, you know, shrapnel, all kinds of stuff going on, and they got to do a song and a dance just to get to get uh, health care, uh, and that's not good, you know. Um, it, it's just the it's the one service that should not be getting any flack for anything. Um in your book. I agree, as you said earlier, we need to get more word to Washington, and however that can be done, whether it's through all these Instagrams and YouTubes and, and yes. different Internet things, or if there's some kind of a process where we can get a lot of people standing there, uh, and hopefully some of the younger generation will kick in and stand up for their fathers and their grandfathers, because that's what it's going to take. That's exactly. A lot of the older vets uh, are not as mobile as they were or not in a financial position mm -hmm. to, to get around as they used to be able to when they had a job. We're able to survive, but we're not into that, that kind of mode. Mm -hmm. So we need uh, not financial support, but, you know, they've got the ability to be in somebody's face and the knowledge, and we just don't have that. Right. Absolutely. It's, um, I, I don't understand what, what's taking so long. Every time I walk by one of those um, VA, you know, where they have the boxes and the bell, they say donate to the VA, and I'm like, why would we still be our money? Our tax money goes out to the military. Why aren't they putting in more in that instead of what they're doing, putting it in? I never understood that. Uh -huh. Again, seeing all the charities out there for the military mm -hmm. is, is great, but you think to yourself, 
why does it have to be? If we took, every veteran took his time, put a chance of his life going up. Mm-hmm. You never know when he signed if he was going to be in combat, he or she, mm-hmm. or combat or not. Mm-hmm. And the day they get out of the military, they should be given a card where from that day on they got open access for care the rest of their life. Right. And they shouldn't have to battle for it. It should never be called for. That is uncalled for. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, <laughs> and these charities, again, while they're great, they, didn't need, they don't need to be. Mm-hmm. Take care of the vets. Yes, exactly. No, it's a. I trust me. I we, I do. I work with foster youth a lot, and I see a lot of agencies setting up nonprofits. I'm like, how does that work? Do you getting billions of dollars to take care of these children? And uh, and now you're setting up a nonprofit for for things that doesn't make sense. It, but you know, but they won't even go back and help other um, other foster children who've opened up, got older, and opened up nonprofits. They won't even help them to help, you know, help them with their cause. So it's the same thing with the, with the VA. Um, unfortunately, that's how the system, and that's all state-run. That's why. You see, foster care state-run, too. So anything state-run, you pretty much know you're going to be doing a song and a dance, pretty much, um, to get any services, uh, which is very sad, very sad. Um, but I think we are a strong country. We don't. This shouldn't be. No, it should it, not it be. Doesn't I, make sense. I'm very surprised um, that none of our presidents have changed, re, did an overhaul of that um, to make sure that 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 doesn't happen. Because uh, you know, without the military, what are you going to do? What what power would you would they have? You know. So. I I wholeheartedly agree, Tanya. Mm-hmm. And again, through time and. Uh, Everything that can be done with our youth, I hope things can get better for our younger military, mm-hmm. and that uh, benefits all of us in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's not an easy battle, and it's got to be a constant battle. Yes. And I hope that the your listeners out there will take the time to read that book. They'll see a lot of the insights uh, going on, what's happening, but also they're going to see that. It's a story. It's not just a, a war story. It's a heartfelt family story where they can get in touch, possibly with their families mm-hmm. for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Because uh, stress and and hardship on families is not just from combat. There's also the battered wives and the children. Like you said, the foster kids left out in the open. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that needs to be seen that could be felt to me through the stories of this book. Right. Well, also you mentioned in this book about your wife. Um, what what when, what year did you get married to your wife? I About? we got married in 1970. We've been married 48 years. Wow! See, and uh, I, as I stayed in the book, I married. I found an angel. She's yes. still by my side. So. Yes. No, I saw that, and I, and I wanted to mention her because I thought that was awesome, and um, and because of a lot of military families, you know, when when someone's doing um, service, uh, the whole family does have to deal with that person being gone, and then when they come home. You know things like that. So your your wife and your family is very supportive. It seems like. I was very fortunate that way. Mm-hmm. They never questioned me my whole life about my combat time or my injuries. They mm-hmm. knew the scars were on my body. They knew I was being treated at VA for illnesses. Mm-hmm. They knew I was going through all these cancer surgeries. Mm-hmm. Yet they never ever uh, asked questions. They found out almost everything that's in the book shortly before I released the book this past January, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and now they know. Still not everything, but enough to be said of what's what partially happened in my life. Right. Uh, to write everything down, to me, the book would have then been uh, beyond uh, maybe the reader would have been too long. I tried to hit the points. I tried to be precise. Mm-hmm. I tried to make the people, the readers, feel as if they were part of the story. Mm. That was my goal. You did that. Definitely did that. I felt like, I felt like 
I, I felt like I was on there uh, with you. Um, you took me took it way back in a good way without traumatizing me. But I had to, you had to know. There's some things you have to know, you know. Uh, and you did a uh -huh. good job telling every last detail of what what someone's going through when they're in and when they come home. Um, and PTS is very real right now. I'm, I'm finding that's a, that's a very big thing for our soldiers. Um, and I wish they had you know better ways of helping them. They keep coming up and trying more things, and hopefully they're going to find more things. The newest thing we just got a little letter on was yoga. I don't know if that's Oh, I love work. yoga. I yes, it. yes, that's the and, best thing uh, ever. Yeah, they said yoga, and now they're, I guess, talking about marijuana. Oh, I seen oh, some oh, stuff oh. on that, but I... CBC oil, you mean, CBC oil. Yeah, yes. that's, so uh, that's without the I guess the they're trying things, and... Uh, because mm -hmm. I've been on the pills like many of the veterans, and these pills are a battle in itself. Yes, they are. Because the first first item on the pills is suicide, and yes. we've had so many of the vets, yes. young vets, yeah. dying from committing suicide from taking these same pills. So they've got to be controlled, they've got to be understood, and you need more than just a pill. Yes. You need care from the family around you, from yes. your friends. Absolutely. Uh, all that helps. Absolutely. All that helps. Mm. Well, um, Again, if you ever see a vet sitting there staring, go up and talk to him. Mm -hmm. Because odds are he's in a place he doesn't need to be. Mm -hmm. And you talking to him is going to change. Get him out of where it is. Um, Get his focus somewhere else. That's, that helps when you when you go up and talk to them? Yes. You want to get their mind up to something else. Mm -hmm. If they're in the deep trance just staring, they're, they're somewhere back in combat, believe me. Uh, you know, I still wake up two, three nights a week mm -hmm. uh, in uh total sweats oh. even though i'm on my meds they work to a point right uh, and as i've mentioned in my book my wife is hidden in the as she told me in the morning hidden in the closet many a nights because mm. i was yelling things out and screaming and she she was afraid right um oh. she didn't know what my next action would be and right. uh, it's, it's a shame but she put up with all that i was very fortunate uh, well thank god yes that she um you know got made it through and it's still a strong bond because that's so uh that's so real to have support and family support. But um, any, anything else you want to um, let our vets know or families of vets or? Uh, well, uh, I just hope all the veterans uh, will do their best. Again, if they go for cure, fight for that cure from the day one, don't ever give up. The families of vets, mm -hmm. just, just let them know you're there. That's all you can do for all the listeners if they would please honor me and the vets by buying the book, telling everybody about the book. Okay. I'd like to get the word out because I really believe it could help so many veterans when they see the struggles, they'll know how to hopefully get around the struggles or how to battle them. Uh, now you're on Facebook as well? I'm on Facebook as in YouTube under the book title In Thy Mother's Honor. So they okay. can read so, a lot about all of this and actually see me in the YouTube video uh, talking about the book as well as Agent Orange Cancers. Okay, so we can uh, I can find you on Facebook as well. Because yes, that's where I'll send yes, a link to. Great. So, if, uh, folks, if you're listening, this is your host, Tanya Cooper. You're listening to I in the Town. Um, we're wrapping up, but please, um, uh, please go out and buy the book In Thy Mother's Honor. I assure you it's a good book. Uh, if you're a vet, if you're a family of a vet, a friend of a vet, it will definitely uh, enlighten you on a lot of things. And, uh, and, you know, maybe help, you know, get a cause going to help our vets out. Uh, there's so many out there who are suffering right now um, and not getting the services that they really need. So we hope that that can be changed. Uh, the book is In Thy Mother's Honor. Uh, thank you, John, for being a, with, with us. Um, his pen name is I.M.Waiting. I and um, you can also get the book if you call 1-800-788-7654.
You can uh, see him on YouTube, uh, In Thy Mother's Honor, uh, and you can get the book at Amazon. Uh, we thank you very much for joining us, John, and uh, we will be talking to you again. If anything update comes up, please let us know. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you for all your listeners for their time. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you for you listening. You too. Bye-bye.